Overlooking the beautiful beaches and boardwalk of America's playground. It's AC Primetime Radio. My name is Mel Taylor, and we are broadcasting live at the Playground Pier. We're inside of the Triax Media Studios, second floor, right in front of the casino called Caesars. It's AC Primetime Radio every Friday afternoon from 4 until 6. And to my right is a former fireman for the city of Ventnor. He's fighting fires. He's climbing up and down ladders. And all of a sudden, he, uh, he wakes up one day and he's the mayor of Ventnor, Mike Bagnell. Welcome to AC Primetime Radio. Thank you, Mel. Thanks for having me on here. So you, uh, you've been in Ventnor for how long? I was born there. Born and raised. Absolutely. There was a little hospital down the end towards Atlantic City, Dr. DeHillerbrand's office, where I was born. And then you, when you grew up, you went to local schools? I went through uh, St. James and then Holy Spirit High School. And I went to Atlanta Community College for two years. I graduated from Montclair State College with a Bachelor of Fine Arts degree. And then I went back to school in the early 80s to Stockton for uh, chemistry. What's it feel like when you see the old St. James being deconstructed? Wow. Uh, it's pretty mixed dramatic. emotions, yeah. Uh, I spent a lot of time on my knees in the convent after school. I would say that's not, not a good thing. That's a punishment. Uh, it was corrective measures they would take. <laughs> and now it's going to be used for, what, six new homes, maybe? I believe it's six, yeah. So Mayor Mike Bagnell, 19 and a half more days. How have those four years been to you? Uh, an eye-opener, and uh, why didn't you go on for another four years? Um, it was definitely an eye-opener. Uh, I've never been involved in politics in my life. It's just I saw a need with the city, and I felt someone had to step up, so I stepped up. Was it what you thought it was going to be, or was it much, much more challenging and chaotic? Mm, I guess my biggest frustration was just because of all the red tape you have to do involving government that it takes forever to get something done. We're talking to Ventnor Mayor Mike Bagnell. Nineteen and a half more days left until Election Freedom. Day. That's Election Day, May 10th. They're going to uh, put in three new commissioners in the city of Ventnor City. And Mike is here to kind of a little recap of the past four years, what he did well, maybe some of the maybe some of the regrets, maybe some of the things he would do differently if he had another four years. Nonetheless, we're going to uh, dive into some of this stuff. So some of the topics we're going to cover and we're going to talk about the dunes, you know, you versus Margate. And uh, of course, uh, Longport wanted the dunes. You wanted the dunes, but Margate did not. Also, the jitney, the potential of a jitney going from Atlantic City through Ventnor down to Margate. You'll, you'll bring us up to speed on that in a few moments. The amount of money to build that spectacular pier. Some people loved it. Some people thought it was too much money. I'm a big fan of it. The plastic bags issue. Should you ban the the plastic bags? Should you charge a 10 cent fee to use one of those reusable plastic bags? But let's uh, just do a real quick rundown here on the issue that just broke a few days ago, and that is a judge has decided that they will, through eminent domain, take pieces of land out of Margate and put sand dunes on it. And you like that. So does Mayor Russo down there in Longport. Margate was the holdout. Your thoughts on finally getting a full dune system? Finally, right now as it stands, our entire boardwalk is not protected by dunes. Because Margate never had the dunes, they stopped our sand dunes about three-eighths of a mile short of the end of the boardwalk. So there's potential there. If we have a really bad northeaster, like the March of 62 storm, 
or if we have another Sandy, there's potential where the end of our boardwalk, three-eighths of a mile, could be severely damaged, and that's a very expensive proposition. Since Margaret will now be getting the dunes, they could continue the dune line all the way down to the very end of the island in, in Longport. And what that'll do, it'll, it'll just continue protecting our entire length of the boardwalk. When will that process start of building the dunes? Do we know that? I'm not sure. I, I believe they indicate they would like to start it at, right at the end of the summer. I'm not sure that what this the is did. rock solid. It's going to happen. Yeah, I don't believe that Margate's going to uh, appeal it. They 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 have the option to appeal, but I don't believe they're going to. They've There's been, no indication they, they are. <laughs> Mayor Michael Becker in Margate did a pretty good job representing his constituents to uh, at least push it back and push it back and hold it back for quite some time. Yeah, they fought it uh, to the bitter end, and. Uh, Hey, he did what he felt was best for his uh, his uh, residents, and I got to do what I feel is best for our residents. And I did. Uh, Mike and I get along real well, and I already told him that if our boardwalk gets damaged, he will his his citizens will be paying for the repairs, not mine. And if that money if that money was not spent to rebuild the dunes or to build up the dunes, that money, which is post Sandy money, is that correct? It would go back to the state. Uh, back, the federal government will pull that away. What will happen is, it's like uh, it's not it's it's a, it's a earmarked for here now, but if another major disaster happens somewhere else, anywhere else in the country where they need a lot of money, that money's going to disappear and go there. So it is timely. It's not it's not carved in stone that that's going to stay here forever. So besides the boardwalk, which is a real asset for the city of Ventnor, you have that one thousand foot here and you also have a big chunk of land that could become a nature trail sometime in the near future that is correct the, our, our fishing pier we've always had a beautiful fishing pier it extends i believe it's, it extends further out than any other fishing pier in our area and uh it was rebuilt in the early 2000s and a lot of senior citizens used to use it but unfortunately what happened was they raised the fees from I believe it used to be $75 a year to $275 a year and the senior citizens just couldn't afford that anymore so a lot of them stopped using that pier uh, it's like a big tease because you can get out three quarters of the way there's, there's a fence there and you right. can't go any further but at least three quarters of the way is pretty nice oh it's a beautiful view and I don't see why anybody other than fishermen would really have to go to the very end of it anyhow from the center part, you get just as much of a view of the, uh, the panoramic view as from the end of it. And the likelihood of us getting a new bathroom in that, in that hut? That is... Uh, that that, that's not going to cost much. Um, I actually had our engineer look into that. He started getting prices. But believe it or not, there comes the red tape and the hoops you got to jump through for CAFRA approvals. And, and CAFRA stands for what? Uh, it's an environmental it's an thing environmental or safety? Thing. Or? It's for open space, but anytime you want to do anything on or near the water, you got to get their approvals to put a structure there. Uh, Speaking of regulations and the environment and um, sometimes overbearing, but on occasion it makes a lot of sense that there's some strict rules. Vendor has some environmental areas that are really spectacular, but they're hidden away. They're a little dirty in need of cleaning up. Is it possible there's some grants uh, somewhere in the near future to turn portions of Ventnor back in these uh, green areas into some kind of a nature trail? Well, you have a huge area. It's, it's actually the old Ventnor City landfill, Ventnor City municipal dump and that was uh, deactivated in a, around 73 or 74 
Uh, they called Venner West. That runs from Margate, from Fredericksburg Avenue, all the way to Harvard Avenue, the mile stretch. It's a huge parcel of land. I forget how many acres exactly. And over time, that gets cleaned up, though. It used to be a dump, but over time, it regenerates. Since or? it's been inactive, yeah, it's, everything's been covered up. And you can't build anything on there, which is great. But you can use it for walking trips. Uh, that's, eventually, there's going to be a nice ecotourism park out there. And our green team, we've been working on various you know, steps you have to take to start securing grants and and uh, other f- uh, methods of funding. So I actually had a meeting with our grant writer today, and he's applying for a grant, an open space grant, which can help the ball, get the ball rolling on starting some of this, like the design on this. And that is uh, Jim Rutella. Jim Rutella. And he's the master of grant writing. He's, he's the grant writer for municipalities all over Atlanta County, for Atlanta County, I believe several Cape May County municipalities. And if anybody can get also. the money, Jim Rutella can. He, absolutely. And we also, we started, we've had a cooperation with, the, uh, with Rutgers and uh, Nature Conservancy. I have, they are now happily involved with this project. In fact, they have a uh, they did an erosion study of our entire bayfront area. And we're in the process of installing, they have a plan for putting a living shoreline in one area where the erosion's the worst. And what this will do, this, it's a series of these giant tubes that are made out of uh, coconut. I guess the fur from husks. The coconut husk. And it traps the soil behind it and it allows a wetland to re- rebuild itself. And it's, this has two purposes. It helps rebuild the wetland. It has a, some flood mitigation properties. And also, it's uh, 150 uh, points towards our CRS rating. And that means that you can get better rates? Yes. That, the CRS is a credit rate, it's rating system that the flood insurance uses. So you are a green team kind of guy. And that leads me to my next question. Mayor Mike Bagnell, the mayor of Ventnor City. This is AC Primetime Radio. My name is Mel Taylor. The plastic bag situation. I know that Longport is already um, discouraging or charging 10 cents for the use of a single-use plastic bag. In larger towns, certainly not as easy. You have more retail. But where do things stand right now with the uh, single-use plastic bag issue in Ventnor? Um, We've been discussing this at length. And at first, I wanted it to be just plastic. However, because of you can't discriminate against one industry, it would have to include paper bags as well. We were talking about originally doing a 10, 10 cent per bag. Uh, we're probably going to wind up doing five cent a bag, and we're going to—it's going to be a phased-in process. Once oh, so there's some talk of there's a path. So you're talking at least a nickel. That so at least there's some positive motion with uh, reducing the use of these bags. Absolutely. And I, I walk around the streets when I walk my dog. I, it bothers me. I see paper bags. I call them plastic ghosts. Rather, I see them blowing all over all over the place. And when you go down Wellington Avenue. That entire stretch of road is lined with plastic bags. In oh, in marshes. front of the Acme, yeah. You're right. The whole length of it from uh, seems to ca- This seems to catch everything coming off that waterway. Well, it also comes from the store side. It comes from the land and winds up there. But it winds up eventually in the water itself. And a lot of sea turtles, sea life, I mean, sea turtles especially, they eat jellyfish. They think it's jellyfish. And they mistake it for jellyfish, and it gets in their intestines, and it kills them. And... 
sea turtles, they eat a huge if you, I mean, The amount of jellyfish that they eat is unbelievable. I think it's like they eat their weight in jellyfish a day, and they could weigh up to 1,000 pounds. So keeping the topic on a green down beach, a green Ventnor City, those jitneys, those 13-person buses that are so popular have been around on Absecon Island for well over 100 years. They run on compressed natural gas. We like that. Absolutely. Where do things lie? I know that you are totally cool with having the jitneys come down from Atlantic City through Ventnor, but I don't think that Ventnor wants to embrace the jitneys coming from Atlantic City if Margate doesn't play along. Is that correct? No, there's no sense in it. The whole purpose of it would be so people have access to the to Margate, especially the bars. That's what the initial concept was, where they'd run from 5 p.m. on. And it was really to try, for a safety reason, to cut down on the people leaving the bars, getting in their car and driving around, driving down our streets, you know, intoxicated. Um, but people misunderstand. We had, I had about a 15-minute meeting with the Jitney Association. And yes, I was very interested. I think it's a good idea. I said, let's, it's a start. And then they had to check, see how Margate, you know, of course it was a hinge in on Margate, whether they wanted it or not. And from what I understand, Margate tabled the, uh, they didn't even bring it for discussion last night. But it seems to only come down to a safety issue, and Commissioner John Amadeo is the one just looking out for the safety, making sure that the Jitney Association has their rules and their drop-off and pick-up points right. in line. That's really the only thing up for discussion at this point. I'm not sure what their sticking point was. But the way it was going to be set up, it wasn't going to be where, like, every other block you're going to have a jitney stop it was actually it'd be almost like hailing a cab you know if someone sees a jitney they could hail the jitney and the jitney would pull over to the corner are you saying that that was part of the discussion that it was going to be like it could stop anywhere because i know that amadeo would not like that in ventnor that's how it would have yeah that was what we discussed because you have more space more elbow room well the thing is we 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 need parking we can't afford to lose parking. So you're space. okay with uh, hailing a, a jitney anywhere where right. Margate? I I would think it would be better to have the jitney hail. Okay. And then um, a lot of people express. I mean, they got the wrong impression. In fact, last night at the meeting, there was a group that had a petition. But I did notice that probably ninety percent of the petition were Margate residents, and they were realtors. So it and, the, and the petition was for what? To do what? To not have the jitneys. So the realtors, you think that this list, this petition filled with a lot of realtors, they did not want a jitney. No, for they claim that it, would, it diminishes the property value along Atlantic Avenue, and I don't see that. You know, I, I, yeah, if you have jitney stops, like down. So the, are you saying the same town that has a big, giant, two-story burger truck, they're against a small, <laughs> little, uh, green, uh, you know, gas? Natural gas burning little bus? I'm just joking. I, I wouldn't no. even say that, no. I would like to try their burgers, though. I don't know. The Margate, the Margate Burger Truck. It's Mayor Mike Bagnell, the mayor of Ventnor City. My name is Mel Taylor, and this is AC Primetime Radio. We are here live at Triax Media Studios, and we do this in the fishbowl. Do you like this being in the window, Mayor Mike? 
Yeah, I do like it. You know, people walk by, they go, hey, there's Mikey Banks. Because right now we have to call you mayor still. But in what, uh, how many more days we can call you? Just go back to bags? 19 days and about seven hours. What would you, what do you want to be called uh, the moment you are no longer the mayor? But you're really, you're always the mayor. We can always call you mayor to the day you, uh, you know. Actually, I always prefer to be called Mike or Bags or, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm not big on titles. I people call me mayor and I say please my name I've been Mike for 61 years I've only been mayor for four if there was we're going to talk more about some of the great things that you've accomplished over the past four years as the mayor of Ventnor City but is there one regret if you could just do it again just one more chance and turn back the the hands of time what would Mayor Mike Bagnell of Ventnor do differently if he started all over again I would have actually moved quicker on trying to get uh, on-premise consumption licenses in vendor for bars. So, because right now it's a uh, it's a BYOB vendor. It's a BYOB, and they have you know you could retail. We have a class one, I believe it is. Uh, there's uh, the liquor license for on-premise consumption. Bar licenses are li- determined by the year-round population. Right now, and Ventnor is how many? Well, it's 10500 roughly. Mm. So we'd be eligible for two bar licenses. But there's other advantages that come with it. Like the, they call it a club license, the VFW. If they wanted to, they could sell beer to their members, like the Log Cabin in Margate does. Uh, any private organizations can have a club license where they'd be able to sell bar, beer and liquor to their you know, page like the Moose Lodge or any any private organization, and that doesn't count towards your two licenses. Now, if you're talking to Mr. Landgraf or Mr. Kreeble, Ms. Macignano Holtzman, Ms. Schober, or Mr. Advina, three of those five are going to become the new commissioners of Ventnor City. What would you tell them to beware of? What would you warn them of? Uh, not be too quick to start cutting the uh, services that the city provides. So you, gonna, think, you think uh, the three winners are going to want to start cut, cut, cut? Well, a couple of them are talking as if there's a spending problem in Ventnor. Uh, our, our problem stems from, or actually, I, two things. I would tell them not to start slashing budget or budgetary requests because our, our departments are all working at the bare bottom minimum. We cut the budget from last year by $1.4 million this year. Last year, we cut it one6 from 2014. So we've been cutting the budget. Our problem is we don't have the revenue. And, and I the would, revenue typically comes from rateables. From rateables. And that would be the other thing I'd tell them. Don't ignore the reval two of them indicated they want to wait another year to do the reval how long has it been since the last reval <sighs> 10 years and that was only a partial reval would you done. be okay with a county-wide reval yeah but i don't believe that's going to be happening we need it now actually i hired a new uh you want to talk to uh county executive denny levinson right now he's listening you want to say something to him denny let's get that moving buddy On May 11th, we're going to have three 
new commissioners, and those three commissioners that get voted in by the voters of Ventnor City, they're going to, well, those three are going to have to decide amongst themselves who is going to become the mayor. That's how that works, right? That's correct. So can I ask, uh, out of the three, uh, the three of the five, Mr. Landgraf, Mr. Kriebel, Ms. Macchiano-Holtzman, Ms. Schober, and Mr. Advina, who uh, do you think out of those five are going to become the new commissioners of Ventnor City? I think Imagine Ventnor is going to be the ticket that Ventnor needs to move, keep moving forward. So Imagine Ventnor is made up of Lance, Landgraf, Tim Kriebel, and, and Beth? Macaniano Holtzman. Can you pronounce Macaniano? Absolutely. I've it's known a, Beth for a long time. It's not Macarena. It's Macaniano. Do they already amongst themselves, have they already decided amongst themselves who would be mayor? I actually, I'm not sure if they have discussed. I'm sure they have, though. I mean, that's something you have to discuss. I'm thinking that Beth Holtzman is going to browbeat Lance Landgraf and Tim Kriebel into submission. Okay, so you're a fan of the Imagine Ventner team of Lance Landgraf, Tim Kriebel, and Beth uh, Macchiano-Holtzman. Why not Ms. Schober and Mr. Advina? Well, I think I like Cassandra a lot. Um, She's been active in a lot of different volunteer organizations. Beth has a very good handle on government finance. She's managed 30, 30 to $40 million budgets year after year for the last decade or two. And, uh, you know, Cassandra's done her home budget, and she did manage the budget for her husband's law firm, but he's the only attorney. So you had him and her. So that's not a large budget. So, so what, have, does, what does Cassandra Schober bring to the table? I guess enthusiasm. Okay. Enthusiasm. That, that, that counts for something. Um, Mr. Abbott and Mr. Mike Advina, is he qualified to be a commissioner for the city of Ventnor? Mr. Advina is very good at joining organizations and taking control of the organization. He's done a lot of volunteering, and uh, he's made some mistakes. And he was the commissioner from uh, the Commissioner of Finance from, I believe it was September or October of 2000, November of 2011 until we got elected in May of 2012. But during, right after Sandy, I call it a commissary. It's where people drop food and supplies and everything off to help the people with the storm. Over a time period, there was thousands of dollars worth of gift cards from Wawa, Home Depot, and Lowe's that were taken to the to that commissary. And a lot of people, I know personally three people, the total was $1,250 of people that I personally witnessed taking the money there. Then they've asked me since then, they wanted to make sure. A lot of the people from Atlantic City were going there. There was people from Brigantine. There was people other than Ventnor residents going there for supplies. They want to know who got those those uh, gift cards, which are the same as cash, and there's no record. There's no written record. That's poor man- financial management, if you ask me. But they haven't been able to pin that on anybody specifically, only the time period, right? No, absolutely. I mean, it, all, I, all I know is whoever ran that should have had more sense to know that if you're giving cash or something equivalent to cash, you keep record of how much you have, how much came in and how much went out and who it went out to. I would think. I want to switch gears a little bit with Mayor Michael Bagnell, and he is the mayor of Ventnor City for a few more days because on May 10th, Ventnor is going to vote in a a new trio of commissioners. And my name is Mel Taylor. It's AC Primetime Radio. We're broadcasting live from the Playground Pier here on the beautiful Atlantic City boardwalk in front of Caesars. It's Triax Media Studios. 
There is numerous ordinances dealing with construction, raising homes, and that's why I think Lance would be invaluable in a position as commissioner overseeing the code enforcement because with his expertise in planning and engineering, of course, Lance, Lance Landgraf has a background in engineering and city planning. He works for the city of Brigantine. He works for the CRDA. He was also an engineer with Vendor in the early 90s for a couple of years. That skill set right there is so valuable, so necessary for Ventnor. Oh, absolutely. And, and Atlantic City comes in handy. And in Brigantine, uh, Mr. Langreff comes in handy and as he well. He has connections to the other municipalities. We work really well with our neighbors now. In fact, we... And before, it, not so much? I, I, I don't it's just, think so. It's just better. It always seemed it was more home turf. It's better. Know. It's better now. And yeah, and actually, we've organized now. We've gotten a hold of Longport and Margate. They agreed to work with us. We've been in talks with Atlantic City to try and help them out any way we can with shared services. And, yeah, I think uh, you're sharing some machinery, right? Well, we're talking about sharing some machinery to keep our storm drains cleared out, like a work out a schedule to use that. I want to talk uh, briefly, uh, Mayor Mike Bagnell, uh, the mayor of Ventnor City. My name is Mel Taylor on AC Primetime Radio. Uh, special events and beach parties and bonfires and block parties. Over the past couple of years, a lot of that stuff, we didn't see as much of that as we did years ago. So that, the good news is that it looks like Ventnor's becoming uh, fun again. I hope so. Um, they, the special events uh, ordinance was so vague and so erratic that... One of the things Amy spent a lot of time on was changing that special events or, uh, or ordinance to allow before. That's, uh, she's the city solicitor. Our city solicitor. That means she's the lawyer. Right. Our city attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be it had to be a nonprofit. Private citizens couldn't have a special event. Couldn't was that it. because of maybe there were some fuddy-duddies or it wasn't a top priority? I'm not sure. Okay. I, I can't read their mind. But we changed that around to make it, you you can have, uh, no matter who you are, you can have a special event. We changed some ordinances to allow vending at special events on city property. Like, you could have up to five vendors before you couldn't have any vending on the beach or boardwalk or street or anything. So if you have an event and you want to have vendors there, you can have up to five vendors. Uh, The beach parties, they did away. They only used to allow beach parties on... uh, Two streets after dark, after the lifeguards went off duty. We changed it to where if you want to have a beach party during the day on any beach, you just get a special permit to have that beach party. You could have. And nobody pushed back on any of this, right? Uh, no, we didn't get much pushback. Why would you? We want our, our So I guess, I guess these restrictive ordinances, they were they, nobody ever had the energy to say this is kind of dumb. Why is it? Why do we have that? Probably. Nobody really thought about it. I've enjoyed the beach my whole life. And we have two valuable assets in Ventnor. We have a beautiful boardwalk and beautiful beaches. And I'm telling you, these are top quality. These are huge. These are A-level assets. Oh, absolutely. And before you couldn't enjoy the beach, there was all you ever saw was a sign that said, no this, no that, no other thing. And so now you can have a party. Now, and if you want to have a bonfire, you, you can have a bonfire. We have, you know, the bonfire permits. And because you are a fireman with fireman skills, that you are okay with keeping an eye on those things. Absolutely. It's all guided by the New Jersey State Uniform Fire Code. They have, you know, you get a fire code They're relatively safe to do on a beach, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, and what happens is when you apply for a a bonfire permit, you apply through the fire department. 
they they send someone down to check and make sure you've got to be 50 feet from any structures. It can only be certain diameter, certain depth. You and you really you have to dig a hole. That's how you, you have to dig a hole. And you can only use certain materials to burn in it. You can't put somebody's couch in there. Well, once you know, later on in the night, they have to no, <laughs> throw a no. couch in. Unless it's uh, one of them wooden things you strip all the some of that old padding off. Maybe uh, we can get some of that bamboo that's illegal. Throw that in there. Is that a good way of getting rid of bamboo? You know, I bet bamboo, if it's green, though, it just smokes. Yeah, that's a whole other topic, a whole other program. Uh, bamboo's a nightmare. So well, that is uh, really good news. So we are talking to Mayor Michael Bagnell, the mayor of Ventnor City, on the, um, well, it's a... Kind of a bittersweet couple of days here before you hand over the reins to a brand new mayor and two new commissioners, because on May 10th, Ventnor will go to the polls and elect three new commissioners, because Frank Sarno and Teresa Kelly, as well as Mr. Michael Bagnell, you guys have decided... We've uh, we've enjoyed our time four years uh, uh, or more. Pretty much, yeah. Um, but now you want to move aside and have three new fresh faces with some fresh ideas, and you're a big fan of the Imagine Ventner team. Is there any yeah. reason why those three and not maybe the other two? I just like the skill set they bring. I mean, as I said, Beth, with her knowledge in government finance, you know, she can figure out, she could work well with our uh, CFO, Toro Bodorin. She could work with her and figure out, you know, budgets and where, like, maybe things could be moved around. Cause you she, know, when we talked with the, the Imagine Ventner team a few weeks ago, right here at this desk, I asked them, what's the top priority? What's the one thing you're going to attack right away? And they mentioned finance. Yeah. Is that where the greatest amount of ROI would kick in right away? No, nah, really, the... the I, I think Beth's already reviewed the budgets, and she determined that uh, it's not a spending problem. It's a, as she said, she stated this, it's not a spending problem we have in Venner, it's a revenue problem. So they're in favor, the three of them are in total favor of having that reval because it has to be done. We have to get our, fi- our we have to level the playing field. So you're saying old valuations are what's keeping more dollars from coming in, a more equitable sharing of the of the tax well, uh, liability? Exactly. What's happened, our tax assessor determined that about one-third of the people in the city have been paying less than they should for the last 10 years. 10 years? That's a long time ago. Yeah. That's, that's obviously pre-Sandy. And about one-third have been paying more than they should, and about one-third is paying right about right. And that is pre, with the casinos going to... That was right as the bubble popped. Yeah. The housing bubble. How about a how about a Ventner master plan? When was the last time that Ventner City had a uh, a master plan update? I believe that was about seven or eight years ago. But they're in, we're in the process of getting that done now. We we had a great we had a grant for redoing our master plan and. Uh, there's like five things I can't remember. Well, that's good because I think uh, you have to. It's encouraged that you should do it at least once every ten years, right? Uh, absolutely. But this is, you know. This is this was a grant that, to redo the master plan. Part of it is also with uh, redoing some uh, redesigning for our business districts, part of a sustainable New Jersey. And what's good about that? The, once we get these plans all done, then it opens the door for more grant money to come in to actually start on design and, and implementing changes to the business. And that is district. where the Tim Krebel and downtown Ventnor team is working on streetscapes and Absolutely. facades. That's the that's the value that Tim brings to the ticket. And there's an awful lot of upside in Ventnor. 
by coincidence, I moved next to you when I moved to Ventnor last year. And I said, uh, Mayor Bags, Mayor Bagnell, uh, where you been? <laughs> I never knew you had an awesome boardwalk up there. Why have you been hiding it? But right. the moment I lived here, I go, this is a, a hidden jewel. And if you're only driving down Ventnor Avenue, you miss out an awful lot of this, uh, this beautiful island uh, portion of Abseekin Island called Ventnor. Absolutely. And that was also one of my goals when I first came into office was to put put Venner back on the map or on the map. I was tired of when you tell people you're from Venner, they say, or is that near Margate or is that near Atlantic City? Think that's a marketing problem? <sighs> Absolutely. But I think I've put us on the map now. I, one other thing I would definitely recommend to the Imagine Venner ticket when they get into office First thing they should do is reach out to Adam Joseph and Melissa McGee. That was your favorite part of being mayor of Ventnor, wasn't it? Absolutely. And you always had the photograph where you were flipping the burgers on the beach with Adam Joseph and... Melissa McGee. And she's from, uh, they're both from Action News. Channel 6. You love that. I enjoy it. And you know, it's really strange. The first time they called us, we said, sure, come on, let's, you know, they wanted to know because we had the free barbecue day on the beach and... When they first got here, when they saw we actually had a barbecue set up for them, they were, like, shocked. They said, most, well, this doesn't figure to me. Most, a lot of municipalities told them, nah, don't bother. They didn't even want them there. And the ones that did want them there would basically meet them at the beach, say, there's the beach, see you later. We were the only ones that ever had something to make them feel well. They love it here. They're like little kids. They are little kids. Those are great marketing pieces. That is... uh, You get three hours of free advertisement. I mean, in the whole Delaware Valley. So as we come to a close here with Mayor Michael Bagnell, Mayor Mike Bagnell on AC Primetime Radio, my name is Mel Taylor. I've been around a long time. All I can say is I just want to make sure that everybody... Anybody that's registered to vote, you have to vote in this coming election, May 10th. And you have to vote for the Imagine Ventnor ticket, column C, because they're the ones that are going to keep Ventnor moving forward. They have an excellent skill set to bring to the table. And at this juncture, we've turned the ship around. We're heading in the right direction. And their skill sets are what's needed. As I said, uh, Lance, with his uh, planning and engineering skill set, he could work with the, our code enforcement to redo, all, make sure all the ordinances dealing with you know, new construction and old construction are, you know, he could help modify them to make them more user-friendly. He could work with our city engineer on infrastructure problems. There's still a lot of infrastructure problems that need work on. Uh, Tim Creeble with his uh, design, architectural design skills and his uh, organization, the Downtown Ventnor, I mean, He's the one that's going to be able to design our business districts and do the the facades and everything, get our business districts up and healthy. And Beth, with her keen sense of uh, government finance, it's very important, too, the government part, because there's a lot of nuances in government that you don't have in private budgetry. And she'll be able to work with the CFO. They, they both of them know what the mandates are from the state, so they won't make mistakes. They won't be, you know, the t- CFO won't have to explain why she can't do something because of government, you know, regulations. So 
I, I can't think of a better ticket. That's one of the reasons why I didn't run that this that time. That is. Because I knew, I, I didn't want to draw votes away from them because I know they're perfect for the city right now. I don't mean to blow this up and exaggerate, but uh, it's really a dream team ticket. You don't see many tickets with that high quality skill set like you do with uh, the Imagine Ventner trio. And the timing is, there's never been a timing more perfect for this skills, this, these three skill sets. There really hasn't been. And I have a feeling if anybody takes pot shots at them, especially uh, Beth or, or Lance, um, they'll have hell to pay. Something tells me that that might happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and they, they're going to have the, the, the haters that are going to be at every commission meeting telling them what a lousy job they're doing. And but I don't think it's going to be easy to uh, throw mud at them because they're going to be able to uh, respectfully defend their actions. Because I don't think they're just willy-nilly saying, hi, we're the commissioners, do as we say. I have a feeling they're going to be well thought out. Yeah, but you still, you're still going to have the same handful of people that are going to be at every meeting telling them that they've done nothing right. And when... I. I not to pound Wait, are you, are you trying to tell me that when you were the mayor, that people were up there saying stuff about you that wasn't true? Is, are you trying to tell me that? Uh, I would never say that. <laughs> uh, all I know, one thing I can say, though, in a, in a positive, one very positive. And somebody, I, to the best of my knowledge, somebody uh, presented you with some flowers and some chocolate saying thank you for four great years. Absolutely. She's been one of the main uh, naysayers of our, our uh, administration. So you're telling me that your biggest naysayer presented you with a box of chocolates. It was actually a box of chocolates, a box, box of those uh, jelly fruits, and they were very tasty. They were good. I'll be honest with you. I was going to ask her to have one with me. And I was going to pick it out though before I ate one. Yeah. Did you find that to be... I thought it was very nice of her. Okay, good. good she good. actually thanked us for... You know, for serving the Did community. she say, don't don't let the door hit you in the butt on the way out? <laughs> I wondered if that's what she mumbled when she walked away from the <laughs> microphone, but I wasn't sure. Okay. Well, that's good news. Mayor Michael Bagnell, the mayor of Ventnor City, New Jersey. Uh, thank you so much for being a part of AC Primetime Radio with me, Mel Taylor, as we broadcast live every Friday afternoon from 4 to 6 here at the Playground Pier. It's Triax Media Studios, and we are AC Primetime Radio. Make sure you subscribe to our email newsletter at acprimetime.com. Sun, fun, news and info from Atlantic City. This is AC Primetime Radio with Mel Taylor. Find us online at acprimetime.com.